I could have just moved. <laughs> no, 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 no. Just, just there keep... goes Tim risking his own life to avoid confrontation. Just keep the mic warm. All right. <laughs> okay, throw me some numbers. Two, seven, twenty-eight. Here we are. Godspeed, Spider-Man. Y-T-B-F-K-M. You've heard of the hero with a thousand faces. Now how about the podcast with 25 episodes? Y-G-B-F-K-M-P-O-D. Back again after what feels like a pretty long hiatus. Now... Uh, this week's icebreaker question. See any good or bad movies recently? No. Well, oh man, I'm trying to think. Uh, we were, we were breezing over, um, Disney Plus the last episode. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I got Disney Plus. I'm trying to think of. No, no, I just been getting high and, uh, <laughs> That's just kind of it. <laughs> Trying to hit the gym, cut down on my booze uh, and the junk food. He indicated he's uh, got water. Oh yeah, and we've got little little screwdrivers. Yeah. Yep. Is Don't it? Don't you wish you had a little <laughs> screwdriver? I'll tell you this much for sure. I I really wish I had a little screwdriver right about now. <laughs> but this water will have to suffice. You'll live. <laughs> yeah. Unfortunately. <laughs> the ladies talk about the weather and the latest fashions. We men discuss politics, business, and the latest news. We're starting out. Our first focus on uh, the seven habits of highly effective people. Now, I've gone through this once or twice, and I've made uh, highlights. We're only going to go over the relevant highlights. You're getting the highly annotated version of seven habits of highly effective people. But is it all, is, do it, they cover the seven habits in the, your uh, summary? Yes, I'm not <laughs> right. trying to deliberately fuck you over with this. I'm just... Because I can't only know about six you're, or you're five. Right. You're right, you're right. <laughs> we'll skip like habit three or something, see if you notice. <laughs> no, okay, so here's one of the intros. Uh, inside Out. Because <clears throat> it's about starting, it's about Pixar, it's about starting... Uh, on working on yourself, and uh, you know that's where you gotta start, not not the outside in. All I highlighted was personality ethic. Now uh, that has uh, it's sort of a negative example. The personality ethic is this uh, basic idea of self help focused on the personality ethic for a long time. The idea that you could just sort of gloss over your personality to get what you wanted, and that's all you had to do. And that's something this book is trying to fight back, you know, and uh, make you uh, really change. Uh, Some of this literature acknowledged character as an ingredient of success, but tended to compartmentalize it rather than recognize it as foundational and catalytic. Reference to the character ethic became mostly lip service. The basic thrust was quick-fix influence techniques, power strategies, communication skills, and positive attitudes. Now, most of this will come into play, you know, 
basically, it's it's not like the book says don't have a positive attitude. Yeah. But you'll see. Power strategies, though. We need a book about power strategies. We need to get the, the PUA handbook. The PUA? You know what that is? No. The Pickup Artist's Handbook. Pickup Artist's Handbook? This would have been relevant like 10 years ago. What, um... It's basically <laughs> like... Uh, I think this is where we get the term negging. Negging. It's full of strategies to pick up strange women for <laughs> brief encounters. <laughs> it's like <laughs> techniques for cold calling and I assume for... Uh, cold calling. Just, you know, someone you don't know. Just uh, picking up someone you don't know. Oh. This sounds like the dentist system put into like a... Uh... Dennis from a uh, summer. <laughs> yeah, there's a there's an episode called the Dennis System, hmm. and it's just it, it just uh, he just shows like his like sleazy like tactic to pick up women. How do you do? How do you do? And now let's have some tea. Principles, okay. Principles. These are important. They're guidelines for human conduct. Okay, but, uh, I gotta. I want to really pay attention to this. Yeah. Guidelines for human conduct that are proven to have enduring, permanent value. In the words of, uh, what's his name, Eric Fromm, uh, Today we come across an individual who behaves like an automaton, who does not know or understand himself, and the only person that he knows is the person that he is supposed to be, whose meaningless chatter has replaced communicative speech, whose synthetic smile has replaced genuine laughter, and whose sense of dull despair has taken the place of genuine pain. I don't know how that leads into the next part. We'll see. This is the intro to uh, my song. Yeah. (laughs) Inside out means to start first with self. Even more fundamentally, to start with the most inside part of self. With your paradigms, your character, and yes, even your motives. The inside-out approach says that private victories precede public victories, that making and keeping promises to ourselves precedes making and keeping promises to others. It says it is futile to put personality ahead of character, to try to improve relationships with others before improving ourselves. So just take a break from improving relationships for now. And try to improve myself. Yeah. Because, okay, yeah. Because I do this shit at work all the time. You know, I'll start something, and so I'll be like... Oh, how, uh, so what are you doing with your life? I'm like, well, I'm really trying to start this. And then, like, five drinks later, and, like, door dashing my food later, I'm just like, oh, I don't really want to do this anymore. I feel like I let everyone down, including myself. Most importantly, myself. When we, if we get to have it one today, you'll see uh, it's all about uh, keeping promises, especially to yourself. Yeah, so... That's why my one of my goals is to like not be as social to like customers anymore. Huh. I guess it's just uh, yeah, I just want to promise myself stuff first and actually go through with it before I start fucking running my mouth about it. Huh. <laughs> I think as the television series Rocket Power put it, uh, don't write a check your butt can't cash. Yep. Yeah. I remember that. Rocket power. Damn. We are Jesus. It's Rocket power. The girl just starts scratching the record. I'm like, oh, that's dated. I think that show made everyone for a short period of time want to go outside and 
you know, rollerblade or skateboard or ride a bike or something. Because I knew that show takes place in California. But I was like, I always thought that this is what, like, I was like, oh, this is what kids from, like, Southern California do. Yeah. I was like, I just stay indoors and play video games. I mean, sometimes I'll play baseball, but I'm not going to fucking pick up a surfboard. (laughs) I'm ten. (laughs) When I I first saw Rocket Power, I was in New York, so (sighs) I knew right away there was no way in hell my hands were getting on a surfboard. (laughs) They really have their bases covered with their Hey Arnold, their Rocket Power, and I'm trying to think of what cartoon covers Middle America. Doug. Okay, Doug is Middle America. All right. You know Doug is on the Disney Network? Do they have oh, Nick Doug? No. Okay. It's only Disney Doug. I know. Uh, not, uh, they don't even have... It's not the same. I know. They use Disney Doug's theme song, and I'm like, this isn't the same. No. No. See, Nick Nickelodeon made Doug. Yeah. Nickelodeon. That's Nickelodeon. Disney killed Doug. The mouse killed Doug. Hey. <laughs> Clickbait. I'm gonna write that down. The mouse must die. The mouse killed Doug. The mouse must die. That's a click. We just start making clickbait videos. That's a side project. I'm sorry to hear that. I hope things will soon improve. Yes, let's hope for the best. Oh, I came up with a clickbait on my own, too. It was, uh, we have to talk about the Flintstones. And it's the 1995 Flintstones movie. Oh. It needs to be a very serious looking... That's that's the two thousand Simpsons movie. Yeah. Really? Yeah, no the Wait, you said Simpsons movie. God damn it, I'm in Flintstones. The original Flintstones movie had Rosie O'Donnell in it. Yeah. Rosie O'Donnell's technically in both. Rosie O'Donnell technically is both. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but I think they I think they make her play like a squid in Viva Rock Vegas. But they just couldn't get her time for, for to play No, I think they wanted I forgot what it is. Wasn't it John Goodman who was the original are, Fred, Fred Flintstone? Yeah. yeah. These yeah. are... The, okay, these are... She put on too much weight. I was about to say, these are their words and not mine. I okay. think they wanted... I don't know. This isn't... I think... For me, I think they probably just wanted sexy people. A younger, it. sexier Betty Rubble. And no, no, no. And Barney, and Fred, and Wilma. I mm. think that... I think they wanted uh, to have... Yeah, sexy Flintstones characters, which sexy, and it's also is a prequel to the like the Flintstone the the Flintstone show. Like this is when they all met, so I oh, guess they are supposed to be younger and sexier. Yeah. I can see a two thousand zero like WB Flintstone series. It's <laughs> a drama. Yeah, it's because um. Isn't that what WV is doing with, um, uh... Archie. Yeah, I was gonna say the, um, with their, the universe, what's it called? Riverdale. The Riverdale yeah. universe. Mm. Yeah, Archie, Jughead, and, and aren't, like, uh, Josie and the Pussycats, like, uh... I don't know if they're on the show. I think that, the, I don't think they're Some things main are better characters, off left dead. But I'm pretty sure they appear on the show. They just, like, you know, the cold open, it's like, hey, what's your name? Me? I'm Josie. <laughs> Drag cigarette. And these are the pussycats. Cut to intro. Yeah. <laughs> In the dining room, we have our meals. The maturity continuum. 
habits, I think he's talking about, move us progressively on a maturity continuum from dependence to independence to interdependence. Now, if I were emotionally dependent, my sense of worth and security would come from your opinion of me. If I were independent, I would be interdirected. My sense of worth would not be a function of being liked or treated well. Interdependence appears to many to smack of dependence, and therefore we find people, often for selfish reasons, leaving their marriages, abandoning their children, and forsaking all kinds of social responsibility, all in the name of independence. Independent thinking alone is not suited to interdependent reality. I also realize that you and I, working together, can accomplish far more than even at my best. I could accomplish alone. I could accomplish alone. alone. Okay, thank you for finishing that for me. Wow. I also realize that you and I working together can accomplish far more than even at my best I could accomplish alone. I really like that. I need someone to help me kick my ass into shape. And I got Ricky. I got my mom. I mean, I don't really have you two. Because no. you're both enablers. But yeah. I love you both to death for well, it. Well, I don't <laughs> know what the hell you want. You don't make these demands clear to me. I just want to feel better about myself you know i want to take a break from junk food booze weed and okay fine nose powder (laughs) yeah you mean zombie dust yeah (laughs) Yeah. it's probably a good idea to avoid that mr and mrs thompson are sitting on either side facing each other i mean i get completely where you're coming from you want to progress i do i want to progress for not but not just for me I want to progress for the people I love so they don't have to, like, worry about me, you know? They don't have to, like... And, uh... Yeah, I want to... I want to find some solace with uh, myself. I I don't know if that sounds really corny. No, that's... I think that's the most important part. Finding that inner peace... Sorry about that. We just kind of got off the rails for a little bit. That's fine. <laughs> Makes it interesting. We'll probably hold off on Habit 1 uh, in full uh, until the next episode. But we can finish the intro anyway. So what you can expect. Uh, the net effect of opening the gate of change to the first three habits. Now this is a tall order. The habits of private victory will be significantly increased self-confidence. You'll come to know yourself in a deeper, more meaningful way. Your nature, your deepest values, and your unique contribution capacity. As you live, your values, your sense of identity, integrity, control, and inner directedness will infuse you with both exhilaration and peace. You will define yourself from within rather than by people's opinions or by comparisons with others. And that's the promise of the seven habits of highly effective people. You know, click our Amazon link and uh, get yourself a copy. I need to make an image. We technically have an Amazon link. I just, it's like a hot link. I want to make it an image. And uh, that's that's what we'll cover today. We'll get into the first habit next episode. All right. So uh, think about that. Uh, Anything else you want to? Oh, I mean, I've got plenty of things, uh, but uh, we can talk about anything. Would you like to talk about my game pitches? Let's do it. All right. My first game pitch is, uh, yeah, well, yeah, my my second pitch is WarioWare. See, uh, see, you gotta start with, it's WarioWare but blank. But my first (laughs) pitch, my first pitch is a post-apocalyptic farming game. 
No, okay, I'm, I'm curious. I, yeah, I was thinking like, how's the game going to be set up? Like an RPG or a... Um... Well, there are lots of games that follow in the, what I would say is the Harvest Moon or Stardew Valley mold. I don't know exactly what uh, came before Stardew Valley, but I think it takes a lot of its crafting from... Um, the survival games that had uh, sort of blown up in the early 10s. Uh, but it's all about uh, getting a piece of land that you can place anything on and you sort of are continually funneling raw material into things that can turn that into better things and then you can funnel those better things. Once you get more money, you get new things and you're just constantly trying to build better and better things to make a more efficient farm. Now, I would probably blend that with uh, a little more of the old-fashioned Harvest Moon style, which is really just about planting stuff and making money and upgrading your house. All right. But now, see, I like Fallout, but I also like Harvest Moon. So this would be Harvest Moon meets Fallout. That's okay. my elevator. What is Harvest Moon? It's a farming game. It's an old farming game. You, uh, you play a little farmer, and you live in a town, and you... Uh, you buy seeds. <laughs> Would you like more to drink? <laughs> I think uh, I think t- Tim gets all he gets pissed when uh, there's a lot of uh, excess noises because he's got the he's the one that edits it out. Uh, sorry, <laughs> that's okay. Hey, no, he's fucking threatened to break my kneecaps before. Jesus, everyone gets. He says Tim. everyone. He says everyone gets one. <laughs> Everyone gets one. Sometimes I don't even tell them that or that they've spent their one. I just go straight for the throat. That's fucked up, Tim. <laughs> it's the name of the game, podcasting, boy. Yeah. Okay. So, I gotta think of something fucked up to do to you two then. Remember, um, remember that crabby crap Facebook game, Farmville? Mm-hmm. That was, that oh, boomed God. in the 2010s? Yeah. I was thinking, like, like that with that. Fallout? <laughs> no, yeah. no. I don't know every mechanic in Farmville, but I know Harvest Moon is definitely different. I mean, Farmville is just about like buying buildings and decorating your farm, right? Yeah. Like Monopoly. Yeah, I don't. I don't think I'm going for that. Okay. As is, uh, is it close to like almost The Sims, but a taking little care bit. of a farm instead yeah. of a person? I think uh, big big points to a lot of these games like Stardew Valley, Harvest Moon, My Time at Porsche. There's a day-night cycle. You've sort of got a home base, and you try to do as much as you can in a day, and then come back to you know keep at it the next day. And uh, usually there's a a story component where basically you've got a town full of characters. You can you have got lots of scripted events that you can sort of you know come to a satisfying conclusion, get to know a character's arc. As you are sort of basically min-maxing farm work. Yeah, okay. So you have to... So uh, the whole goal is to keep your farm up and running, but then uh, some, like, cannibals could come in. Yeah. Or some, like, leathered up... uh, um, Hey, friend or foe. Friend or foes. Some Road Warrior-esque characters could type uh, come up or... People who, you know, got fucked up in the apocalypse. No. Uh, like radiated folk. Wild animals. People yeah. missing, people mutated. Yeah, your your environment could be... Uh, it sounds like the... Almost like the overarching, like, uh, 
thing of the story, you know? Like, it sounds yeah. like... But, uh... Really, the, the Wasteland is the real main character. Yeah, I was gonna say, like, do you... Um, is this... The character you play as, is this just, like, you know, like a faceless character that you create? Like, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. And you're giving me ideas. You can decide how mutated he is at the start of the game. I like it. There's also pepper and salt, oil and vinegar, and mustard. So I'm pretty confident about my uh, Fallout meets Harvest Moon game. I mean, we need a title, but uh, no pressure on that. Killing Rats at Taco Bell. Would you like to tell us about Killing Rats at Taco Bell? <laughs> I get, hold on. Were you guys here when, uh, it's like maybe a year or two ago, I think it was the McDonald's on 16th of Betrayal, there was this old guy, he drug in a dead raccoon and just threw it on the table. Oh, yeah, I've heard of that. <laughs> I don't, was that on the one on Patrol? I think it was the one on 16th of Patrol. Okay, I thought it could have been the one uh, near Stonestown. I know it was in San Francisco. Yeah, no, I know it was in the city, too. But that's, yeah, that does sound like some shit that you'd hear on Patrol. That <laughs> or the Bayshore McDonald's. Yeah, the Bayshore McDonald's. Maybe the Fillmore. Yeah, or maybe Third Street. Yeah. Um, they closed the McDonald's on my favorite corner. Uh, uh, Stanion? Is it Hayden Stanion? <laughs> yep. Oh, they closed that down for a reason, Timmy. Mm. A more lot people, of reasons. More people, um, were, I mean, people there were going to buy stuff, but. So many nights in that parking usually, lot. Uh, I, yeah, dude. <laughs> so I remember going nights. in the parking lot to, like, buy stuff that wasn't McDonald's related. Well, it wasn't on the menu, you know. The Burger King? I had relations with a woman in that parking lot, right in the drive-thru. Dude, fine, fucking, just like, just going to some dirty hippie that's like either in the parking lot or there, and be like, hey, brother, you want to buy some tabs? Yeah. Five dollars, liquid dose, brother, I got rooms. I got a hundred hit. (laughs) Ooh, yeah! I've been to the top of the mountain! (laughs) <laughs> That's how we know it's over. Oh yeah! Man, I'm going peace, much. to attack James now. Mm-hmm. Uh-oh. <laughs> ah! Hey, pal. <laughs> as long as we don't spill. Uh, I'm the only one with a drink here, and don't you dare make me spill, James. It's all your fault. <laughs> I know. Right. Oh, I, I wanted to try something. Uh, I, w- I want to end each episode with like uh, we each say "fuck you," "fuck you," "fuck you." Like we all say it to each other, and then we okay. go and "fuck you." Okay. Try. It, it feels so. Uh, no, you James. Fuck you. Fuck hey, you. fuck me too. Fuck you. <laughs> fuck you too, Tim. Fuck you. <laughs> and uh, fuck you all. See you next time. Suck my dick. Life is pain. <laughs> now that's how you end the show. I love doing this shit with you guys. I enjoyed every minute of it. What did you think of it? I thought it was splendid. I hadn't laughed so much for a long time. Neither have I. It was extremely good. Yes, wasn't it? I thought the acting was excellent. So did I. The whole thing was first rate from beginning to end.